My dear friend, his name happens to be Brian, which is kind of similar to my name, Byron. He came all the way, traveled all the way from Kingsburg, California. He's been a dear friend for a long, long time, and he loves campers. He loves kids. He loves Jesus, and he loves God's word. And so let's give a big Heartland welcome to my friend, Brian Griffin. It's so good to be at Heartland. I've been so excited about coming up here for a long time. It's been a little while since I've been here. And so thank you for having me. So you guys know my name. So my goal is to get to know you while I'm up here as well. So make that happen. On the count of three, I need all of you to yell your name so I can learn who you are. Ready? One, two, three. All right. I'm sorry. I got everybody, but I didn't hear yours. I'm sorry. John. Okay, great. Now I know everybody's name. Perfect. You are the guy sitting behind John. Okay. I didn't hear yours either. What's your name? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you later. All right. You called my bluff. I don't know any of your names. But hopefully by the end of the week. What is it? You know John's. What's my name? Koa. All right. That's a great name. All right. Later, I will learn your names. Boy, I stepped in. I opened a can of worms with Alan. All right. All right. Here we go. We're going to move forward. I'm from Kingsburg. Who's from the Central Valley? All right. So there is something that I love this time of year. It's probably my favorite thing about living in Kingsburg, living in the Central Valley this time of year in the summer. And this is one of my favorite things about living there. You ready? Peaches, 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 I love you. Woo! You guys know it? Let's all together. Ready? One, two, three. Who loves peaches? Hear it. Ready? One, two, three. Peaches, 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 now that oh, finger in there. Okay, I love peaches. That song officially has dethroned Baby Shark, right? It's, it's everywhere. All right. So, who has already memorized our theme verse in in Colossians? Anybody already memorized it? All right. This verse that we have as our theme verses in First Colossians, uh, or First Colossians, Colossians 1, 28, 29 is so important to us as Christians. And I get to spend three chapel evenings with you guys. And there are three things and truths that I want us to learn together out of our theme verses. So if you have your Bible, turn to Colossians chapter 1, verses 28, 29. And there's a trick if you don't remember where it is. It's go eat popcorn. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. And that might help you find it, okay? Go eat popcorn. Turn to the first chapter, verses 28, 29. Those are our theme verses. If you got a pen or a pencil. What was it again? Colossians. Chapter 1, verse 28, 29. Okay, when you get there. I want you, if you have a pencil or a pen, or you can just remember this, but if you want to circle it, circle it. My, what I'm saying might say a little bit different than our memory verse because of different translations, but find this, the phrases that resemble this. I want you to circle these three things. Are you ready? 
every man complete in Christ, or it says perfect in Christ in some, right? Every man complete in Christ, or perfect in Christ. Circle that. Striving according to his power. Circle that. You'll get there. If you don't get there right away, that's right. Your neighbor can show you in your cabin what to circle later, okay? Or your counselor. Sound good? And then the third thing, lastly, to circle is which mightily works within me. Which mightily works within me. So circle every man perfect in Christ or complete in Christ, some of your translations might say. Striving according to his power. And lastly, circle which mightily works within me. Okay? So... Those are the three things that we're going to be pulling out and talking about in our evening chapel times together. So, you guys got it? You guys all ready? Okay, so eyes and ears up here. We're going to start. We're going to dig right in. So now we need to start at the beginning. If we're going to learn what it means to be complete in Christ and to live according to God's power and not our own strength, and also to learn how God's power works within us, then first we need to understand what? We need to understand God's power. We need to know what it's all about. So that's what we're going to look at tonight is the ultimate higher power, the one superpower, the only superpower, and that is God's power. So where's my prayer partner? Uh, yeah, stand on up. Why don't you focus us and start us off in prayer? So everybody quiet. She's going to pray really loud for us. Here we go. Amen. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit on Friday. So good job. Let's pray. Amen. Great job. Thank you so much for praying. Prayer is important and powerful. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Don't yell out your answers out loud. I'm going to ask, I'm going to pick two people to give me their answers. So the question is, is what is a hero? Not who is a hero, but what is a hero? Right here in the blue shirt. Real loud. What's a hero? Go ahead. Okay, God. So don't know. What, what is a hero? What makes you a hero? What makes somebody a hero? Anybody? Right here. Yeah. That's good. You got to be trustworthy and able to help. And hold on one second. Right here, the bright, our last one right here. Bright yellow. Yeah. Neon green. Oh, sorry. Neon green. Sorry. Great. 
Hey, so a hero it sacrifices themselves. They're kind. Okay, here's here's what the dic- the definition of uh, the dictionary says a hero is. It's a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Right. So we're on the same page of what a hero is. So now, not thinking superhero, who are some of your heroes? Okay, so who are, who are some of your heroes in life? Right up here in the with the uh, pit vi- is that one of those pit vipers you have on here? There, right there. You, yep. God, God's a great hero. Awesome. What do you got over here? Your dad? Yeah! Is he here? Ah, high five, dad. All right. What about right here? My mom and my dad. Your mom and your dad? Sweet. Over here. The police. The great heroes. When you need help, they come, right? One more. What's that? Your sister. Right on. Good job. All great heroes, okay? So now... We know what a hero is. We know what some of your heroes are. So now, what is a superhero? Here's the definition of a superhero. Pretty much everything a hero is, but they do it with superhuman ability. Right? They got super strength, super speed. They got lasers that come out of their eyeballs. Right? They're superhuman. They can jump over tall stuff. They can fly. So they do pretty much the same as a hero, but they do it with superhuman ability. So... Tonight, for like, so we can understand superpowers, I think we need to build our own superhero, okay? So I'm just gonna pick a random volunteer, one of your counselors. In fact, this guy, I just met him tonight, though, and he puts the man in Manteca, and they call him, they call him Manteca Dan, I think was they call him. So Dan, come on up here. I just met him a few minutes ago, and I said there's something special about him. This guy has got something going on. So give him a, a warm welcome coming up. Dan, turn around. Okay, so we're going to build, turn you into a superhero tonight. So what do superheroes need? They need a super suit, right? All right, so we're going to start off. You're going to get your super shirt, and your super shirt is really cool. I think it's bulletproof, fireproof. And smell proof, okay? And so go ahead and put that on. That's your super. Oh, beauty. Got to get dressed fast. Can I have your hat? Yeah. Because you're not going to need it anyway. Okay. All right. And then next, you're going to need for super speed so you can run real fast and all that, you're going to need super pants. So put those on. Uh Uh-oh. Might be a little harder. You can kick your shoes off if you have to. I might have to. Off your super feet. Yeah. Let's see. Don't fall. That'd be bad. He's not super good at getting dressed, but he's a superhero. There you go. Pants are hard. Okay, and then you get super shorts. Super shorts. There you go. Tie it so it'll fall down. And then, of course, this is a dream come true for you, Dan. Super hair. Nice. You need super hair. Woohoo! Super hair. Your, your uh, family gave that to me. That's actually your childhood hair. They thought you missed it. And then you get a super cape. Yeah. All right. So here's your super cape. Excellent. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I actually made this out of my pillowcase. All right. So, and then, of course, to protect your identity, you need a super mask. All right. There you go. You can pull the hair out of there if you need to. Now, you need a name. Every superhero needs a name. And so we're going to, his name is Super Duper Dippity Dan. Okay? And that's how you have to say it. You have to say, hey, there it goes in the air, in the sky, in the air. It's Super Duper Dippity Dan. Right? All right. So Super Duper Dippity Dan. 
you're a Superman, right? I feel it, yeah. They sent this straight from Avengers headquarters. It's sealed. I haven't seen it yet. These in here are Dan's super, 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 Dan's superpowers. Do you want to know what his superpowers are? Yeah! Let's find, drum roll, drum roll, everybody. Let's find out his superpowers. Super, Dan. All right, reach in there and pull out just one superpower. Just pull one. All right, let's see what it is. Open it up. Watch, it's going to be super speed. his first power is, yes! Oh my god! It's super speed! Dan, you're super fast. There, you can have that. You want that? There you go. All right, who over here? Let's see. Let's get a girl here. You going to draw one? Draw one out of there. What is it? I can't wait. Hurry, faster! I can't wait! Oh, I'll read it for you so everybody can hear. You ready? Uh, let me read it. I can have it. There you go. Knows the lyrics to all Taylor Swift songs. Woo! Hey, you want that? That's a super. All right, who wants to draw one? You want to draw one? Here you go, right here. All right, let's see what you got. Super strength. All right, so let's see. We got superpowers. Our super strength, super. So Dan, super dippity Dan. Yeah, I'm ready. Right now, let's prove it. Super strength. Show us what you got. Woo! Super speed. Show us what you got. All right. Now, you know all the lyrics to all the Taylor Swift songs. Show us what you got. This is why we can't have nice. Okay. Good enough. Stop. 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 All right. Good job. So now, we've got your powers. We've got your name. Now, we're going to match up our superheroes' powers to God's powers, and we're going to see how, they, how you match up, right? Because we put so much stock in superheroes today and in heroes, but let's see how his powers match up to God's, right? So I'm going to have you, you can just sit down over there, and when we need you, you're going to stand up. You ready? We need you. I'm just kidding. Sit down. All right. No, just stand up. Just go ahead. No, I'm just kidding, Dan. Sit down. Okay. All right. So we're going to look at this. This is what we're going to look at. We're going to look at the omnis of God tonight. So the first part of this word, omni, everybody say omni. Omni. It means all. Okay? So everybody say omni means all. Omni means all. So if I had a superpower, it would be omni pizza, right? Because we all know I'm going to eat all the pizza, okay? All right, so that's my superpower. So but we're going to look at the omnis of God. So here they are. Here's the three that we're going to look at tonight. It is omnipotent, which is all-powerful. Omniscient, which is all-knowing, and omnipresent, which is all-present, everywhere, always, okay? So we're going to take those powers, and we're going to match them up against your superpowers and see which side the scale tips, okay? So omnipresent is where we're going to start. Omnipresent means all-present, everywhere, all the time. So God is everywhere, always. And we see examples of this throughout Scripture. In fact, Psalms 139, verses 7 through 10, says this. It says, where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you were there. If I make my bed in soul, you were there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. 
So what does this scripture teaches us? It, it teaches us that God is everywhere. He is all present in and with his creation. And we are his creation. And God's everywhere. To the top of the highest mountain, to the, the, the bottom of the deepest sea, to the center of outer space, God is present. He is present in all of his creation. So what does that mean to us, though? To you, to me, what does that mean? Acts 17.27 says this. It says, they should seek God. God, and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, yet he is actually not far from each of us. God is not far from us. He is near, even though he's bigger than we can comprehend. God is huge. He's humongous, right? God is everywhere, even though he's bigger than our puny little human brains can comprehend. He's present with us. God being so big doesn't make us so small that, it, that he can't be with us personally. In fact, because God is so big and so powerful, that is what makes it him able to be a personal God, to be with you one-on-one -on -one as his child. Even in secret, God sees you. It says, Matthew 6, 6 says this, but when you pray, Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. So even when you go to a place to pray in God to God and you talk to him and no one else can see you, God is there with you. You're never alone. Everywhere you go, God is there. Now, for some, this is very exciting. If you're a follower of Jesus and you love the Lord God and you know that he is your savior and he's your God and he's a good heavenly father and you trust him, him being with you present all the time is something that's comforting and it's exciting. But for some people that live apart from God and they don't know God, then knowing that God is always present everywhere and sees everything, it's frightening to them. They're, they're afraid of that. It's terrifying. But God being everywhere makes him a very personal God. He's not just generally everywhere, but he's literally everywhere. So that means when we are alone or when we feel afraid or when we're mad or when we've been hurt, he is there and he never leaves us. When we rejoice, when we're happy, when we got a victory in our life, when we got this full of joy, God is there to rejoice with us. God is ever present in all of our situations and all of our circumstances. God is there. And the Bible teaches us that he shall never leave us, nor he'll never forsake us. He'll never turn his back on us. And nothing can be done to separate us from God's love. So now let's check in with our superhero. Super Dippity Dan, stand on up. So Super Dan, without using Google, can you tell me what's happening right now in New York City in Times Square? What do you see? Can you tell me what's happening there? Probably some people. No, you don't know. Like, who's walking there? I have no idea. Yeah, you don't know, right? You don't know. So, all right, let me ask you this. So, um, let's see. Let's see this guy in the red shirt right here. Yeah. What, this camper? What, what are his parents doing right now at his house that he's at home? Can you see them? Do you know what they're doing? Are you there? No. You can't you can't see them in their hazmat suit cleaning his room no. while he's up here. No. You don't see that. All right. So, so can you be anywhere else than where you are right now? I can't. All right. So, yeah. So you're pretty super, aren't you? Yeah. Whatever. Sit down. All right. So omniscient. We're gonna move on to omniscient, which means what? Were you listening? All knowing. All knowing. Have you ever met a Susie knows it all? They're, they're, I mean, that person that knows everything and everybody, and the more they talk, the more you realize they don't really know anything. Yes. All right, we've all met that person, right? 
but God, he's the ultimate know-it-all. But it's not irritating, it's not annoying with God because he does know-it-all. He knows everything. He is all-knowing. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10 tells us this. It says, remember what happened long ago. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and no one is like me. God is in his power and in who he is, he's exclusive. He doesn't share the room with anybody. Nobody else is like God. Nobody else has his power. Nobody else is even remotely close to who he is. And he says, I declare the end from the beginning and from long ago, what is not yet done saying my plan will take place and I will do and I will do all my will. God knows everything because he is everything. Everything began with God and everything will end with God. God is this big word. I don't know if you've heard it before, but I'm going to teach it to you right now. So repeat after me. God is sovereign. Can you say sovereign? sovereign. So now say God is sovereign. So here's what sovereign means. Sovereign means to have absolute power and authority. No one rules over you other than yourself. Do you guys have any authority that you have to report to? Yeah? You do. Here at camp, who do you have? Your counselors, right? You have your mom and dad. We've got the police. We've got the people that are in power in the government. <coughs> I, my wife at home, right? So we always have people that are authority over us, right? That we submit to. God has nobody. He is at the top. He is sovereign. He is in control. He has absolute power and authority. His plan for earth, his plan for our nation, his plan for your family, his plan for you is at work and he is in control of it. Even bad things that happen in this world, God doesn't create evil. So the evil things that come don't come from him, but God uses those in his sovereignty and his control to bring about good and his plan for us. He uses what was meant for evil for good because he's the sovereign God and he's in control, okay? So he's even the bad stuff that happened, he, even though it doesn't come from me, he uses it for good. And this is amazing. If you think about it, it blows our mind that we have a God who knows all, can you imagine talking to God one-on-one -on -one and he answers you back? Just a regular day conversation, but he knows everything. He knows everything in the past. He knows everything in the present. And he knows everything that's yet to come. Can you imagine having a conversation with me? Hey, God, you know, um, uh, tomorrow I'm going to... No, shh, shh, I know. I already know. Well, yeah, but Joe, he invited me. Yep, yep, you're going to go swimming with Joe tomorrow, right? God already knows. He knows everything. Check out Matthew 10, verses 29 through 30. He says, aren't sparrows sold for a penny? So these little tiny cheap birds that don't have a lot of value on the earth, but yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father, meaning God's, consent. But even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Not even a lowly sparrow, a small bird dies without God's consent. Not even the hairs of your head. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows how many hairs have fallen off my head. He knows how many artificial hairs Bob's were, or Dan's wearing right now, right? He knows all of that. Do you know how many hairs are on your head? You don't, do you? But God knows. God knows you better than you know yourself. And that's meaningful because you, he created you and you are important to God. So that conversation that we talked about having with God who knows everything, it also goes like this. Listen up. He says, God, you can say, God, I'm hurting because my dad left. And he says, I know my child, I'm your heavenly father. I, I will never leave you. God, I'm being bullied at school. God says, I know 
my child. Experience my love that is unmeasurable and know that I created you on purpose and with a purpose. God, I can't stop lying. I've told so many lies in my life. And God says, yeah, I already know. God says, abide in me. Have me in your life. Let me transform you. If my truth is in you, then there will be no more lies. Because God knows us better than we know ourselves. And he wants to minister to us and transform us. But one of my favorite superheroes, we all have a favorite superhero, right? One of my favorite superheroes is Batman. You want to know why? Because we look so much alike. <laughs> that's why, no, that's not the reason. But we, we kind of do, right? My favorite superhero is Batman because Batman always has a plan, doesn't he? Yeah. Batman in every situation, he's like, kapow, kapow, wee, swinging out of the room. Because he has a plan. He's thought ahead. He, he's always ready. God always has a plan too. He always has a way out for his people. The Red Sea, when he parted that, he split it for his people. Paul and Silas were in jail. Countless stories of God providing a way out. He has a plan. God knows the future and the plan that he has for each of you guys here. And if, if you guys are going on a family trip, let me ask you this. You guys ever go on a road trip or a family trip together? Your family, you guys go somewhere for the weekend, for the day, maybe for a couple weeks, whatever. If you're going on a family trip and you ask your parents, you say, hey, where are we going? And mom and dad, maybe they say, I have no idea where we're going. In fact, I don't even know what we're going to do when we get there. Are you excited about that trip? Are you excited about it? Not me. I mean, because as far as you know, you might end up in Bakersfield, right? You don't know where you're going, right? But if they don't tell you where you're going, but they say, look, I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but we have a plan for our trip. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because why? You've probably been on a trip with them before, and you're like, we had a blast. <clears throat> I trust my parents. I know that they got, they got a fun thing planned for me. I don't need to know where we're going and what we're going to do. They know. Well, God loves you. Your Heavenly Father, who's all power, says that he has a plan for you, and you can be excited for your life because God loves you. And we don't need to know what that plan is right now, but he's a good, good father, and he has a plan for you to live life to the fullest, to have it abundantly. Now, there's going to be hard things along the way on a trip, even with our parents. I went on trips with my parents as a kid, and guess what we, I always had to do? I had to eat my, my out of nasty celery sticks with raisins out of my mom's snack bag in the car, right? There's even lint all over the raisins, I think, because they bought them over purse or something. Gross. I had to eat those things all the way there, but guess what? I had to eat those things along the way, but we still got to Disneyland, right? So it's the same thing. Life is hard along the way, but you're still going to get to where God's got planned for you. Because God knows all, there's no answer that he doesn't have. Because God knows all, he's, he's not ever surprised by something, nor is he conflicted. But in his knowledge, he has no choice but to be God. And for those of us who call him Lord, that is great news. Because we know that he has a plan. So what about our superhero? Stand up. Superhero, do you know the answer to this math question? X to the third plus Y to the third plus Z to the third equals K, with K being all the numbers from 1 to 100. I have no idea. Okay, guess what? Why you stood there going, duh? God already knew the answer before we even brought it up. And why he, you were standing here this second, he did all the laundry in heaven, right? He's just waiting. He's way ahead of you. Yeah. God knows all the answers. You didn't even know that. That's simple. How many of you guys know the answer to that? Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course you do, right? Yes. Uh, it's the hardest math problem on earth. So so let me ask you one more question. Right. Super, super dippity dude. 
Do you know what the ingredients of a hot dog is? You don't. Sit down. Nobody knows what's in a hot dog but God. Okay? Because he's all-knowing. Nobody else knows what's in a hot dog. You think you know, but you don't know. But God does. Let's move on to omnipotent. <coughs> All-powerful. We already said it. God is sovereign. He's in complete authority. He has complete control. We see God's power all throughout history. We already talked about he parted the Red Sea. He gave us Jesus when he was on earth in the storm. You guys know the storm of the boat. And it was going crazy. His disciples were scared. Jesus literally just said, wind, be still. Waves, be still. He calmed the storm with just his voice. And that is all powerful. He rescued Daniel from the lion's den. He, he rescued Daniel's three buddies from the fiery furnace. And the people who threw him in the furnace, they burned up and died because they got too close. But those guys didn't die. Why? Because they were protected by what? Not you, but God's power. Right? By God's power. So one place that we see God's undeniable power is in creation. Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to turn there and read this, some of the things out of this. You guys ready? I'm going to read the, what I call the God says says, and God said, this is verse 3, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And then God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separate the waters. And then he made land, right? And then it says, and then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place. And then it goes, and God said, let the earth sprout vegetation and plants yielding seeds and fruits. And then it goes on and says, God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens. So the, 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 he made the stars, he made the moon, he made the suns. And then he said, and God said, let the waters swarm with living creatures and let the birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created sea creatures. And, says, and then it says, God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kind. So all the animals he created. And it says, and then God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. And then so God made us. So before each of those things, as God said, God is so powerful that nothing existed, nothing. And he just spoke it into existence. Can you imagine that kind of power? Where when he creates something, he just says it and it's there and it happens. Nobody else can create something out of nothing. Nobody else can speak something into existence like that other than God. Superhero, can you do that? Can you speak something? Into, can you create something by just speaking into existence? No. You can't. You got to go to Hobby Lobby first, get your popsicle sticks, your glue gun or something, some beads or something, right? right. And make something, right? right? You can't just say hamburger. Right. Wouldn't that be awesome, though? Be yeah. And it appears. But God is the only one that speaks things. In the, superhero, can you bench 300 pounds? He can't bench 300 pounds and he's a superhero. But God has the world in the palm of his hand. God is nothing. It's heavy to him. He is all powerful. Our superhero can barely pack himself a lunch compared to God. Right? There are some things, though, that Dan, stand up. Super Dan here can do that God can't do. Let me tell you what those are. Super Dippity Dan here, he can sin. God cannot. He can lie, cheat, and steal. God cannot. Because God cannot operate in contrast to who he is, out of his character and out of his being of who he is. And God is perfect. And God is righteous. And God is just and pure and holy. Dan is not. Dan has fallen. For all have fallen short of the glory of God. And he is a sinner like everybody else. And so he, he can sin. 
but God cannot. Dan can change what he thinks is true. Change your mind. Say, you know, I, I'm going to live my truth now, right? God can't do that because God is truth. God is truth. Dan, you can do something that's unloving or unkind, right? You can do that. God cannot because God is love. He's not just loving. He is love. It is impossible for him to operate outside of love. So know this. You can sit down. Know this, that only God has ultimate power. True, real power. Because God's highest power is the only power that is pure. It's incorruptible. And our superhero falls short. He's sinned. He's done wrong. He's used his power wrongly for at one point in his life. Maybe not all the time, but he's fallen short. Every one of us has, except for God. Only God's power is always just, always fair, always with love, always true, always right, never selfish, never evil. His power redeems, it conquers, and it makes us whole. It makes us, which we're going to learn tomorrow night, to be complete, to be perfect in Christ. Too often we look for strength in temporary things. We look for things in this world that we see as powerful, that we want to be a part of, or we want to have in our life. It seems strong to us, but it's actually weak. The reality is that it's corrupted and it leads to death and destruction. The power of self. Believe in yourself. And you can do this. You can do it. Believe in yourself. But how often do we even let ourselves down? All the time. But God in his power never does. The power of your personal truth. Live it out. But there's one truth and it's God's truth. And it's what he tells us in his word of who he says he is and what he has done. Amen. The power of magic. A lot of people turn to magic. They're attracted to magic. And I'm not talking about David Copperfield making things disappear. I'm talking about a dark magic. That is of the devil. It's a spiritual evil that God has conquered. And it is not for you. It is not power. It is just evil. The highest one true power, the power of God is incorruptible, true, always righteous, holy, and pure. So here's the exciting thing. God's power, we're going to learn about this tomorrow night, and we're going to learn even more about it on Friday. God's power can strengthen you. God's power can live and work in you and in your life. And God's power will never leave you nor forsake you. And you can have life to its fullest by living with God. Okay, are you guys excited to learn about the power of God working in your life? All right. I am too. So I pray that you don't settle for a cheap imitation power. No offense, Dan. But you grasp onto the real power, the power of the living God, the power who loves you beyond measure and has incredibly good things planned for you. So let's pray and let's uh, learn more about God's power this week together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for uh, your power and how our, your power is not something we have this fear, this healthy reverence before you because you are so powerful. But yet as your children, we don't need to be afraid of you. A God that is so powerful that you can speak things into existence. We don't need to be afraid of you. 
because you're a personal God. You you love us. We are adopted in your family as your children, and you've got good things in store for us. And that should be exciting that we've got a God who wields his power with love, with justice, with righteousness, that wants to work his strength and his power in our lives. And that's exciting. And we want to be alive and surrendered and open to that. And we want to close off the things the world has to offer. And we don't want to go down those roads, but we want to be alive to what you have to offer and experience redemption and experience completeness and perfection found only in Christ. God, we love you. Pray you work in our lives this week at camp. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.